Escape from Plan A. Listeners, welcome to a bonus episode of Escape from Plan A. I'm your host, Diana, and I am joined today with um, our friend, uh, Yopen, who is uh, going to talk with us today about kind of like our experiences in grad school um, from a, a number of years ago and kind of like how we got there, you know, like what our experiences were, like uh, what uh, cause us to leave and stuff like that and how um, maybe some of those experiences are like relatable or generalizable to a lot of other people out there. Um, so yeah, uh, basically like I went to uh, MIT and I did a PhD in biology um, and you know, initially when I entered, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to become a professor. And then like throughout my like five years there, I was like, oh, no, this fucking sucks. I'm definitely not going to do that. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, basically, like you've had those kind of similar experiences, right? So maybe you could um, tell our listeners like who, who you are, like where you're from and like, you know, what your experiences were. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm working in biotech here in the Bay Area. Um, I did my undergrad here in California, but I went to the Midwest for grad school and I was in a chemical engineering PhD program. But uh, similar to you, a lot of my research experiences are, are in biotech. And so even though it was like a chemi program, I was definitely doing more bio research. And then, yeah, I was a PhD student for about uh, two and a half years. But pretty quickly, I started to realize like, something is not right here. Something is not right with, with how this is with me uh, mentally, emotionally. And um, it took me a while to realize that I wasn't the problem. And eventually, you know, I sought a path out because I had, had done undergrad here and I knew this was like a good place for me to come back to. Uh, I just got an out. So I did what's called mastering out where you just defend a master's and leave and you don't finish the PhD. So yeah, um, did you, was there any part about like biology itself that you kind of wanted to jump on or, or you're just thinking just general academia? I think it's pretty generalizable. And at least for STEM, it seems like everybody who is going into it now kind of eventually does something with biotech, you know, or like, yeah, uh, yeah even like math, like theoretical math people are like, oh, we're doing like data analysis, you know, sometimes for, um. Well, maybe not. That's not true. No, but it's like, like there'll be like mechanical engineers who are doing like bio projects and they're doing like cell culture. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know? Oh, um, yeah. So I don't know. I guess maybe, maybe there's something about biology in particular that's terrible, but it seems like even if you're in some other field, like, like you'll, you'll eventually touch on it. And, but I think like a lot of things are just kind of bad about academia in general because like I don't know about you but for me it, it wasn't necessarily the work that I was doing it was like everything else like like the culture was bad you know oh absolutely yeah if anything I missed my project more than than anything else about the place um yeah I think 
You know what's what's crazy to me is I think in undergrad I always thought like I'm not done learning. I like research, and I also had the sort of route of like I mean I was partly going to grad school because I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I wanted to do when I was like 21. But um,、mm-hmm. I definitely after a while started to think that I wanted to teach and I wanted to to go be a professor as well, maybe.、Um, and so like I think peripherally I'd heard a lot about a lot of the toxic culture of academia. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's hard to really know what that's like until you experience it. And I think to to add context here, one reason that I particularly had a, a very、uh, emotionally charged experience is that、um, despite going to school in California and, and growing up in the South, I really didn't. I wasn't really plugged into politics. I think a lot of us millennials have that possibility of not being that plugged into politics. And then I started paying attention right around the time I went to grad school. Which was like 2015, which is when you know Trump was was、uh, surging and Bernie Sanders was surging, and so、mm-hmm. to realize that a lot of the things that y'all talk about on Plan A in terms of like、uh, white worshiping and things like that that I was doing, and then realizing how how much that was bad and how much of the things that I internalized were actually external forces of racism and like stereotypes,、um, mm-hmm. realizing that while being in academia was just like a double edged, like just too a double whammy really. So. I think like that, and then getting into it, and then like realizing how toxic things were, and being surrounded by a bunch of people who were going to be toxic no matter what field they were in or what like environment they were in, also like just made it worse. Yeah, can you can you elaborate on that? Like,、um, what were some of the things that you saw being enacted?、Um, you know, like white supremacy or like white worshiping that that made you really disillusioned. Hmm. I think that. So I grew up in in the South in Texas in a predominantly white community. There were like maybe ten percent Asians in my、uh, in my high school, so、mm-hmm. not definitely not above the national average. But there were a lot of like white aspirational things that I definitely wanted at the time, and that was partly why I chose this school, which is like super white. I was one of like very few、uh, people of color. I was one of the I was the only person of color in one of my labs.、Um, Wait, but, but you then, went to college in California, right? Right, I'm talking about in grad school. So grad school is in the Midwest. Yeah, but like, why did you go to California? Oh yeah, so、uh, <laughs> my my mom actually、uh, really liked the Bay Area and was really trying to push me to go to Berkeley. And so、uh, when I got in there, she actually pushed real hard to go there, even though it was out of state. And I I kind of wanted to get away from home,、um, mm-hmm. and so I just decided to come. Ended up loving it,、uh, and I, I'm, that's one reason I came came back to the Bay Area. So、mm-hmm. I think that actually the funny part, and and this is kind of sad for for people that、uh, don't know me, is is that during my time at Berkeley, I think one of the things I took for granted was just like how many Asian people there were, because it was like forty percent Asian when I was an undergrad.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, by it the still end, is. It's it's like probably higher than that now, isn't it? I I don't know. I don't no, know I checked、uh, in two thousand eighteen or something. It's actually like forty six percent still. Like. It's not actually more than it used to be. People just think it is. I don't know. Probably because、uh, okay. like <laughs> whatever, you know. Because like when I was there, people were like, "Oh, it's like ninety percent Asian." It's like, no, it's not. Like you're just no, an no. What? Yeah. But I think going from like ten percent Asian and and growing up in, in sort of a, a manner where I like didn't think it was cool to be Asian and like wanted to be like I wanted to have more white friends and I thought that made my friend group more diverse and all the all the kind of stuff that. Um, we sort of、uh, talk about on Plan A as as being problematic.、Mm-hmm. 
uh, I actually thought that by the end, I was like, there are too many Asians here. Like, this is like, I want to get away from this. And, and now, <laughs> Wait, the, now, obviously. You this at Berkeley or in your high school? Yeah. In college. Yeah. Um, really? And then, yeah. And so then I had to go to the Midwest, go to a school that was just like super white. I mean, and it's like fairly like liberal slash centrist to, to realize mm-hmm. like, oh, no, that's wrong. I actually want the other thing back now. Oh, um, yeah. So I think that uh, that that had to come unraveled with just seeing like the things that um, people would do and say. And I remember when when some of this started to come up, I brought it out to one of my professors uh, who's white and uh, supposedly, you know, not racist and all that shit, basically. And he actually was trying to argue. He's like, no, no, we've always had a diverse lab group. And I was just I just like kind of stared at him and I was like, if I'm the only person who's not white in your lab, how does that make your lab like not diverse? And I think he tried to count some like master students that came in and out or undergrads that came in and out. But that was mm-hmm. like not true at all. And then I had multiple people who I thought I trusted, which was, was a lot of the problem, uh, then try to, like, tell me how to, like, defeat racism and everything. And then looking <laughs> back, it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how how fucking dare you? Like, that's that's yeah. my mindset now. It's just like, how fucking dare you? And then, but because these were the only people that I had around, it, at the time, I didn't really develop as much of an anger or sense of, like, this is wrong. I was just steeped so much in, like, depression and anxiety at the time. Um, yeah. Again, not stemming from the actual work. Like the work itself is is, it can be isolating, and I think we should talk about that because I think that this, the the problems in academia don't just come from like, because it's white dominated, because it's male dominated. There are parts of the, the the culture like ingrained that are a little messed up, but like that just made it worse for me. So I don't know. Does that does that resonate with you? 